Welcome to week three of the 2019 Coaches Show. Coach Jensen, thanks again for being here. My pleasure. A little later in the week this week because we had some uh, other commitments that kept us from doing the show, but we are talking about last Friday's 54-14 victory over the Columbia White Salmon Bruins. Yeah, I thought it was our best performance so far. Uh, it was a better, uh, the best opponent we've played so far, and I thought we played outstanding on offense, defense, and special teams. A few things to get clean up, but to overall, a, a very good performance. So at start to the game, we win, or actually we don't win the toss. We lose the toss, but uh, White Salmon defers. We take the kickoff and move it fairly easily down the field and score. Uh, kickoff to them, hold them to a three and out, I believe, defensively, and again start to move the ball down the field to have a turnover, and they run it back for a touchdown in which uh, we missed our extra point. They made theirs. Obviously, first time we've been down all year because that's the first touchdown we've been given up. But we come right back with Kaysen and Willis Werner, about a 50 or 60-yard kickoff return. So talk about that that kind of sequence of events there. Well, you're right. I mean, we had some adversity right away with the fumble, and the, they're unfortunately their fastest and best athletes, the one that picked it up and went all the way down and scored. That kid could really move. Yes. And uh, so it was – uh, it was nice to see how our kids would respond to that. Being on the road, we knew we would have some adversity, and uh, they responded really well. The kickoff return was great, and then it set up you know, a short drive for us and getting back in the end zone, and then we kind of controlled that whole first half after that. So I think we had uh, five different players score in that game. Uh, Brent Hollitz, Braden Dorman, Hunter Schnorr, Aiden Darst, and Sam Winter all got into the end zone, which is good to see us that being spread around yeah i mean i think we the more balanced we are the more touches that different people get the less than your opponent's going to be able to key on you what you're doing um yeah i think that was the first time for brent this season so it was nice to get him in and uh you know it was just really good execution in a lot of ways you know sam scored on defense and uh actually dorman's touchdown was something that uh he had seen while he was out there on the field so you know he has some good insight and we decided to follow up with that and go to him on the certain play and and uh, he was able to bust a tight slant route that uh, trace got in there right on the button a perfect timing and we got in the end zone so again another opportunity for lots of kids to play i think other than a few bumps and bruises got out of the game injury free again oh, right. i guess may have a couple things go ahead yeah uh Right. We uh, we have uh, Kaysen Willis is under concussion protocol right now, so he'll, he will not be playing this week. And uh, Cooper Johansson uh, has a, like a, I guess it's a broken finger uh, tendon issue. He has to sit out for at least a couple more weeks just to make sure it heals properly. But other than those two, uh, we are pretty healthy. Okay, what are some of the other things from that game that, that – as you uh, make the four-hour bus ride back that you reflected on, we either did a good job or or hear a few things we need to work on. I know that was four days ago, five days ago. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the things that you like to see cleaned up is just being able to take care of the football, uh, ball security. Um, you know, we made a, a, a poor decision, I thought, before the end of the half when we had time and, and we kind of forced something that wasn't there. So, you know, we talked about those things to try to get them corrected. Uh, the fact that we held them under 100 yards rushing, I thought was pretty impressive for our defense because they are a heavy run team. 
Um, and I thought our special teams uh, was outstanding again also. Um, we botched, a, botched an extra point, and that kind of got us into a two-point conversion flow, and we only converted one out of three of those, and the, that's a little bit disappointing because we work on those every Thursday. We have three or four two-point conversion plays that we work on, and uh, we, weren't, we weren't as crisp as we could be on, on those. So. so we did see our first uh, trick play of the year on one of those two-point conversions, the hook and lateral. What goes into your thought process in terms of when you're going to call those? So that was a situation where, you know, early in the game, we're up a couple touchdowns. What is it about that, that makes you want to call those plays, or what's what's the right opportunity that, that... – Well, um, like the colleges and the NFL, they, they kind of approach it, I think, a little bit differently than the high schools. Um, they always think about going for two late in the game and – and we're, our philosophy in high school is more like, well, you never know if you're going to get back down there and score again. So we have a chart that we go by, and uh, we we reference this chart. And if it tells us to go for two, we go for two. If it tells us we go for one, we go for one. And it's based on the point differential between us and the opponent at the time. So speaking, I'm going to go back to these trick plays a little bit. Okay. That over the years, there have been some plays that you've run in key moments that have got us either big gains or have got us touchdowns to win the game. Where did those come from? I mean, are you seeing other people use those? Are there any that you say, you know, you're drawing up the dirt, you be the bottle cap, you be the, the piece of broken glass? I mean, are you stealing those? Or are you making those up? How do you put those into your uh, into your playbook? Well, we, we'll, we'll steal anything we can. That's kind of our philosophy because – uh, that's what football coaches do. They steal. So we have a play we call uh, 80 Backside Boise. So if we steal it from somebody, we usually name it after them. So well, that's after Boise State. We have another thing that we call 80 Idaho. We stole that from the University of Idaho. And then so we have options out of those type of things that we kind of help create, but we get the concept of the idea from those. Uh, the hook and ladder is just something that uh, – I think we actually came up with that one. So <laughs> there you go. So, and then in terms of special teams, Coach Klinger, special teams coach, to give him a little shout out, does he uh, does he come up with some of those writing them on a napkin, or are they, again, all things that, that somebody has seen before? Well, the thing about Coach Klinger, he's, he's excited about special teams, and, and we love it. He'd like to go for an onside kick every time we kick off. Um, he just has that kind of a mindset that he thinks we can always get it. Uh, he he watches a lot of football. He's a big fan of football, and and he he does find some ideas and he runs them by us, and we sometimes incorporate them and sometimes we don't. All right. So the other thing this week that happened was the WIA came out with their uh, championship sites, and we've got three stadiums in the Tacoma area: um, Mount Tahoma. Harry Lang in Lakewood and Sparks in Puyallup, and where we've got two classifications at each of those. Now, obviously, the Tacoma Dome was nice because of weather. I don't know if you got a chance to go up and watch any football there last year after the remodel, but the remodel basically made that an unfootball playable facility from a fan's perspective. So, thoughts on these things being moved to an outdoor stadium? Well, you would. You would hope that in a situation like that, that the weather conditions would not be a factor in determining the outcome of the game, but you're, that's now going to be a factor. So 
Um, if you're a pass-heavy team and it's snowing in December, uh, you know, that's that could be detrimental to you. If you're grinding out, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust, Aberdeen's offense might be a great situation in that. So uh, the elements are going to come into play, but the, on the same, you're not going to turn that opportunity down either. Right. So, I mean, you just go and you accept what it is and, and you go play if you're in that situation. So we'll see you there then. <laughs> No pressure, but we we <laughs> oh, we would certainly like to be there. Yes, <laughs> that's the goal for everyone. <laughs> uh, okay, tomorrow night we've got uh, the Port Angeles Rough Riders coming to town. They are off to an zero and three start. Uh, what do you expect from them? Well, they've had two competitive games and one just they got blown out pretty bad. They first game they played Forks. It was a three to nothing game after three quarters, and then Forks pulled away in the fourth quarter, twenty three to three. Then they played uh, North Thurston, was a 3A school, and they just uh, had their way with them. It was like 55 to, I don't know, seven, six or seven, something like that. And then they played Kingston last week, and that was 30 to 22, and they had an opportunity to tie the game late and uh, did not execute to, to do that. But, uh, you know, they're, they're struggling to try to find their identity. You know, they're, they're making a lot of mistakes so far, and if they can clean that up, you know, they'll – they got a long trip down here, so you know we just kind of have to, you know, look at it from our aspect. We have to continue to get better, and there's things we can always work on. And you know, it's not really who we play; it's kind of how we play. That's kind of how we look at it. So, um, you know, we have to go out and play to what our standard is. So, what do you expect from them in terms of running and versus throwing? Uh, the, the, well, offensively, they've been a pretty heavy pass team so far. They're in a one-back pistol set. And uh, they've thrown the ball more than they've ran it from the games we've scouted. But they also have a really good running back who uh, is fairly fast and quick. And uh, he he scored on a kind of 60-yard run um, last week. So, I mean, they have some weapons, especially in the skill areas. Uh, I think probably where they need more help would be on the offensive offensive line. They, they've kind of struggled there, so which has made them want to throw more than I think they want to because I think they would really like to run it a little bit more. Uh, defensively, you're gonna. They're a really heavy blitz team, so feast or fam, famine type thing. So you know they're trying to get pressure and trying to get you in long yarded situations, and uh, sometimes that backfires on them so far. Well, we're looking forward to the game tomorrow night. We will uh, be back next Monday on our regularly scheduled time. The other thing, if, if there's anyone out there listening, if you have a question that you might want us to ask Coach Jensen, you can go ahead and email it to me at uh, dwinter at monteschools.org, and we'll see if we can get it on the show. So good luck tomorrow night, Coach, and thanks again for being here. Thank you.